Without further ado, let's get into it. Welcome to Cheesy Chats with your host, Emmy. I am so, so, so excited to be here today for my first ever podcast. This is literally something I've been dreaming of doing for a very long time, and I finally got up the courage to do it. And so I just want to take a second to thank everyone. If you're listening, wherever you are, just know that I love you and I appreciate you. And this podcast is going to be an extension of myself and my online personality. So the idea behind Cheesy Chats with Emmy really started a long time ago because I think that the purpose of cheese boards in society is really overlooked. I think that it creates conversation around food like really no other. If you're somebody who's enjoyed a cheese board in the past or specifically a sophisticated spread, I hope that you've experienced that sort of culmination of different perspectives and diverse people around a cheese board. And I think that that's such a beautiful thing because it kind of creates a neutral ground while you're eating cheese and enjoying others' personalities and perspectives to really have something to enjoy and come together over while sharing that conversation. So this is why I wanted to start Cheesy Chats with Emmy because I want to continue to bring those conversations that maybe are happening behind the screens and behind the scenes um, and bring them to your home or wherever you're going to be listening to this podcast. So for starters, I thought that I would take us back to September 2020 and give you a little bit of a backstory because since I first started Sophisticated Spreads, we now have over 400,000 followers across all platforms. And there's a lot of people who probably have followed our journey and don't actually know who the heck I am or how the business started. So I thought I would take us back to day one of Sophisticated Spreads and just share our story. So for those of you who don't know, my name is Emmy Renner, and I started Sophisticated Spreads during my gap year after high school. So I grew up in a town called Palos Verdes, and I graduated from high school, and I was going to go to the University of Michigan, go blue, but I didn't want to go because it was COVID, and I was just getting overwhelmed with the idea of moving across the country, being all the way in a new place without my friends or family. So I decided to take a gap year, and that was kind of the accidental happy mistake that sophisticated spreads was born out of. So when I took my gap year, I was kind of debating on doing a few different things. I always wanted to work in like a store or a restaurant, but it was COVID. So a lot of those things were shut down. And I had worked in a flower shop pretty much all of high school, but I didn't want to continue to do that. I kind of wanted to start my own thing. So I knew that I loved making cheese boards for friends and family. I was kind of always like the person that people called for. If we ever had a party, they would be like, Emmy, can you bring a cheese board? And growing up, whenever we would have dinner parties, I would always bring boards so or make them for my family. So there you have it. That was the initial idea behind Sophisticated Spreads. I liked making cheese boards. I've always been a hoe for Trader Joe's. That's never, that's not a new thing. So if you followed this account for a while, you probably know that. But anyway, so I started Sophisticated Spreads with the intention of delivering to friends and family. When I first started the business, it was just my cousin Katie and I, and we had a website and we started delivering to friends and family. And I really had no idea what the heck I was doing. I was 18 years old, but I had some big aspirations. Like if you know me, you know that I can never sit still. And so when I first started the business, I literally was like, emailed a hundred micro influencers within the first day of the business and just 
tried to organize deliveries so that they could start posting about sophisticated spreads so that we could go go big, go viral and blow up. Um, hindsight is always 2020, but I swear, like I think that from day one, I always had a really great feeling that sophisticated spreads was going to be successful, whether or not people saw it. I always had that feeling and vision. So anyway, um, yeah, so flash forward, I was running the business, working my booty off, doing cheese boards and grazing tables, not really yet because it was COVID. But I was also working at a farmer's market, which is a whole other story if you want me to do a podcast on that. But so in the beginning, it was just me and my cousin Katie, and we were delivering the cheese boards ourselves all over LA and Orange County, like a chicken with their heads cut off. We were running around and it was a lot of hard work. And I remember it was probably like mid-November 2020. So I had around 1,500 followers on Instagram and all of that was organic. Like we didn't run any ads. And anyway, so I was sitting at the kitchen table with my dad and I was telling him like, dad, we're going to go big. Like we're, this is going to be it. I think that I can hit 2000 followers by Christmas. And this was like mid November. And he was like, I don't know, Emmy, that seems like a lofty goal. Like, you know, you're only at 1500 right now. Like, how do you think you're going to hit 2000? And I was like, just trust me, like it's going to happen. So I think that this is to say everyone should be manifesting and tell other people to hold yourself accountable. So anyway, Flash forward like three weeks later, I was teaching this charcuterie board class to these moms in Newport Beach. Shout out to the OC mommies because you are strictly keeping me in business, honestly, but I also love you so much. So in the beginning, I used to teach a lot of classes where I would go and set up at either people's homes or like little stores and I would teach people how to make charcuterie boards, which is actually one of my favorite things to do with the business. But anyway, so I was teaching this class barely making any money from it. Like it was such hard work. And I swear, I don't even think that I like broke a penny. But anyway, so I was loading up my my car after I taught this whole class. It was like such hard work. I get into my car. I open up my phone. The notification on my phone said, Jessica Alba tagged me in a post. And I swear to God, I started screaming. I called my dad on the phone and I think that he literally thought I got in a car accident because I was just screaming and I couldn't, I couldn't form words. Like sentences were not coming out yet. So I was just freaking out. I was so excited. And, you know, lo and behold, Jessica Alba had tagged us saying that we were one of her favorite small businesses, which was crazy because I did not know Jessica Alba. I have no connection to her whatsoever. So I actually don't know how she found the business, but it was a great blessing for us. And so I made a TikTok video and that was when I fully understood the potential growth and room for growth on TikTok. So I made a video. It was a very pure, natural reaction of me just being like, oh my God, holy shit, guys. We just got tacked in a post, my little charcuterie board company. And we started getting a lot of celebrity follows. So this is how my love story with Sofia Vergara began. So this was in mid like December, probably first, let's say December 1st, 2020. This happens. I'm freaking the heck out. I'm like, oh my gosh, Sofia Vergara follows me and Jessica Alba and all these other celebrities started following me. And I thought that I had just like hit the jackpot. I was like, we're going big. Like this is our company. Our company's going to hit a million sales. Like this is that was my mindset. So anyway, that TikTok video got 1.2 million views. And by Christmas day, 2020, we had hit 20,000 followers on Instagram. 
So if you think I'm crazy now, you should have been there in the beginning stages of the business when I was just throwing out these random crazy ideas saying that we were going to, you know, do this and do that. And like people were like, okay, I mean, like whatever. And now here we are. So we hit 20,000 followers by Christmas. And then we started kind of really tapping into this whole celebrity cheese board thing. Flash forward now, this is like the spring of 2021. And I was fully running the business at this point by myself. My cousin got pregnant. She stepped out of the business. So it was just me. And we had a few delivery drivers. Shout out Landon. Um, He's been our delivery driver for three years. He's a king. But anyway, so we had a few delivery drivers and my dad wasn't really working in the business quite yet. It was really just me on my own. So, I mean, I was just really hustling, trying to make trying to make ends meet being my little 18-year-old self, not really knowing how to run a business, but doing my best. Okay, so flashing forward to Mother's Day 2021, I had met this great gal named Abby from Shop Statement Home, and she was a female, young female entrepreneur who had these amazing acrylic trays with reversible inserts. And we had met through some mutual friends, I guess you would say. Um, It was like a little business connection. But anyway, so she had these trays. I had my cheese boards. I was like, this is a match made in heaven. Let's do a collab. So we decided to pair up for Mother's Day. And we came, we put our heads together and we decided to have this special offering on both our websites where you could order a cheese board that was on a statement home tray and we would deliver anywhere in LA and Orange County. And then 20% of the proceeds would go to Casa OC, which is like a local organization, gives back to young mothers and families in the foster care system and whatnot. So this was our whole idea. And I was like, she and I were kind of putting our heads together once again to try to figure out how the heck are we going to sell these? Like, how how are we going to make this, you know, go viral? That was the goal. Always the question is, how are we going to make this go viral? Imagine, picture this, like 18-year-old me, probably like 28-year-old Abby, we're sitting together in my house, I think, or maybe it was in her house. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I should direct message Sophia Vagara on Instagram. And she's like, Emmy, you're crazy. Like, what? And I was like, yeah, I mean, she follows me. Like I, we haven't ever had a conversation, but I know she follows me. So maybe she'll get the message. You know, in my small mind, I was like, I, oh, yeah, for sure. Sophia Vergara will see my notification. Like she's not famous or anything. So lo and behold, I sent her a direct message on Instagram saying, hey, girly, I'd love to get you a cheese board. Um, and I ex- explained the partnership that we were doing and said, like, let me know if you'd be interested and I can deliver to you. Um, Thank you so much for your time, whatever. This queen, Sofia Vergara, responded within, like, I want to say 45 minutes. Like, she was on top of it. And I know for a fact this woman is running her own Instagram. She is messaging me back and she goes, yep, here's my assistant's phone number. Let's do it. So then this is where things go crazy. So I was like, oh my gosh. I have the power of the world in my hand right now. I have these celebrities who follow me and I know that they're just going to respond to me if I message them on Instagram. So I messaged messaged Sophia, messaged Jessica Alba and Tori Spelling and then a few others and I wanted to coordinate a delivery. Actually, this is a funny one for my Bachelor fans out there, Pilot Pete's mom, Barb, So I messaged her as well. And we basically sent this message saying, you know, here's what we were going to deliver, whatever. Anyway, long story short, all of them responded. All of them gave us their addresses. So Abby and I took off in her little Prius all over LA. So we went to like 
the valley. We were over in the Hollywood Hills. We were in Beverly Hills in like Westlake Village at one point. It was a whole day of driving to deliver these trays that we had like wrapped up. They looked so beautiful and we were super excited. And I was like, well, I hope that like something comes of this, you know, because it's a lot of hard work driving all over. But anyway, so we delivered to everyone. Um, at this point, didn't actually meet Sofia Vergara, just delivered it to her like door, but that's okay. So anyway, then later that night, sure enough, we get the notification. Sofia Vergara tagged us in a post and that was when things really took off. So Sofia tagged us in a, in a post saying new snack love, um, shout out sophisticated spreads and statement home. And from that, I think it got like a hundred thousand likes on Instagram, which was big time for my little charcuterie board company and Abby's little trays. This was like, we had hit a gold mine and we started getting more follows Naturally, I took to TikTok again. That video, I think, got like 3.2 million views. So I kind of had like the bread and butter of what was going to make us go viral, which was usually celebrities. After this whole celebrity showdown happened, we realized kind of the bread and butter of what was going to make us go viral. And I kind of just continued coasting after that. Like we would do do celebrity deliveries like BB Rexa and Olivia Ponton and a few others. And it was kind of like, it was great because it was just consistent follows pouring in and then, you know, posting TikToks about it and like, kind of like gaslighting people onto who the celebrity is and being like, guess who this is and whatever. So anyway, things were going really well. And then once again, me just being absolutely crazy and thinking that I don't know who gave me the audacity to do this, but I just think that like, this is to say everyone should just really take the bull by the horns when it comes to business. And sometimes it's important to throw yourself in the deep end. I have done this many a times where I probably apply for things that I'm super underqualified for. Hence me sell selling cheese at the Malibu farmer's market, literally not even knowing anything about cheese. Like this was in the beginning stages of the business. And I was selling like artisan cheeses for like $20 a pop. And I had no idea what I was doing, but I was like, this is organic marketing and it's good. So anyway, on that note, um, this was probably, I guess, in the fall of 2021. And I started reaching out to every single account that I thought had weight and had pull in the cheese world. So naturally I found the Guild of Fine Food and I found out that there was this thing called the World Cheese Awards naturally I was inclined. I was like, oh my gosh, this has got my name written all over it. Sign me up. It's in Europe. And they basically, they basically fly in like 4,000 cheeses from all over the world. They fly in the judges. There's 250 of them and they get to judge the cheeses at this awards. And they basically narrow down from like 4,000 or 4,500 4, cheeses down to one. And that's the winner of the world cheese awards. So I was like, this is big time. This is like the Grammys of cheese. And, you know, me being in the industry for 12 months, I was like, naturally, I should apply for it. So I reach out to them via email. I tell them that I'm very qualified and that I should 100% be attending. And, you know, over, I over pitch myself and my email gets passed to the next person, then gets passed to the next person. And they're like, yeah, you know what? World Cheese Awards is happening in 2022. Shoot us an email in June and let's let's coordinate. So I send them a follow-up email in June. And that is the story of how I got invited to go to the World Cheese Awards in Wales. So if you've been following for that long, 
Um, shout out to you. And if you've been here from the OG days, I, I really appreciate you. I love you. Um, anyway, so that was a little tangent. But basically, I was able to attend the World Chase Awards with my dad, who's my always my plus one to everything. He's like my biggest supporter in life. So he came to the awards with me, which was amazing. And I learned so much. And even though I wasn't super qualified, I actually did a lot of training, cheese training before I went to the awards where I was able to learn like how to judge, how to taste, kind of like tasting notes. Like imagine going and trying to become a sommelier. That's basically what I did in the span of like three months because I was in school juggling that. And yeah. Okay. So I realize I've skipped over an important part of this, which is that I attend USC. And now picture this. It is spring 2022. I've had this crazy delivery to Sofia Vergara. I'm feeling on top of the world. I'm feeling like the SHIT, right? And I'm like, I don't want to go to college. I'm going to continue to ride this cheese board career. And my dad's like, my mom and dad are like, whoa, 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 whoa. Hold on a second, Queenie, cheese boss over here. You got to slow down. You have to go to college. This is not something you're going to skirt out of. So I was like, okay. I applied to Chapman University, Pepperdine University, and USC because they all had business schools and they were all still kind of in LA. So I could continuing the cheese board business. And really my heart was at USC. Like I liked the other schools, but I was like, fight on or not, you know? So I was like applied and ended up getting in, which was such a relief. So amazing. Shout out Marshall for respecting an entrepreneurial girly. Um, So anyway, at this point now I'm attending USC when I went to the World Cheese Awards. So I go to the World Cheese Awards feeling like I'm on top of the world, judged all the cheeses, and everyone at the Cheese Awards was like, I'm sorry, you do what? Like, you're you're a journalist? And I was like, no, no, no. Like, I have a cheese board company, and I'm on TikTok. And they were like, oh, okay. Most of the people at the World Cheese Awards are in the dairy industry. So for context, that typically looks like male, a male in their you know 40s, 50s, or 60s. And they've been judging the awards for many a years. So when I got put in my little group, because you judge in groups of three. So I was judging with these two guys. One of them was a chef from England. He lives in the countryside and he was really awesome. And he had been judging like, I think for like six or seven years. And then the other guy had been judging for 21 years. So I like met him and he was like, hi, like, who are you? And I was like, hi, I'm Emmy and I have a cheese board account. And like, blah, blah, blah. And he was like, how old are you? And I was like, I'm 21. And he was like, I've been judging at these cheese board awards for as long as you've been alive. So I was like, okay, humble me, humble me king. I love it. I love it. Anyway, he and I are now good homies to this day. He's a king. He taught me so much and I'm very grateful for him. So anyway, um, yeah, I thought that I would just kind of go through and give you the highlights of what has happened over the course of the past three years in case you've seen me mention this on Instagram and you're like, what the heck is she talking about? Or if you just wanted to know a little bit more about what this whole cheese board career is like. So now I want to kind of flash forward because I think a lot of people get this question when they're in college where they're like, where do you think you're going to be in five years? Where do you think you're going to be in 10 years? And for me, that's always like a very exciting question because I think that it could go so many different ways. So in my dream scenario, let's flash forward five years. So now the year is 2028 and I would be 27 years old. So still in my heyday, 
Um, I'm hoping to still be in the cheese world if all things go according to plan. I would like to have a storefront on the west side of Los Angeles. So I'm thinking Venice, Santa Monica, somewhere in that area, Westwood potentially. I mean, if we're really thinking big, like Palisades. But anyway, somewhere in that area where people could order cheese boards and then we'll have like a back section where we could do grazing tables and prep work for all that. So it'd be like a commercial kitchen. But I'm really hoping to have some sort of like in-person not like dining experience, but I think it would be really cool to have something where people can do like cheese tastings that are beyond the typical cheese pairings that a lot of people offer. So I think that there's this creator chef person who does this in like Puglia in Italy, in the boot of Italy. He has this company that does something similar and I've just seen it and I think that it's freaking amazing what he does. It's like insane cheeses, insane pairings. And I think that that's kind of the whole goal with my business is to create conversations and really have people enjoy food through a whole different lens. A lot of people nowadays, I think, are eating food just to eat food, just to like hit their macros, get their nutrients, whatever it may be. But I want to take this back to a time where people really sat and like enjoyed what they're consuming. And I think that cheese boards are one of those unique things where People don't usually just have them. I mean, unless you're like snacking on a cheese board on your own, pop off. I love you. I see you. But for the most part, most people are having them in group settings. And I think that it's important to, you know, have conversations around cheese boards. So more to come on that. And I'm always hoping to create an in-person experience for this community because you mean the, the world to me. And I think it's so, so important to have something beyond just social media because the internet is great and all, but I love meeting you guys in person. And it has been one of my life's greatest pleasures with doing events. I actually just did a a wedding in Napa Valley and the gal who booked it, she came up to me during the wedding and she was like, oh my God, you're like, I've been, I've been following you for like three years and I'm such a big fan of your account. And like, she was like, I knew I wanted to book your company before I even had met my husband. And however funny that was, it was like, it really struck a chord with me where I was like, oh my gosh, we're really creating something beyond just silly cheese board videos. Like this is a community and I might be really getting into the weeds here. This might be a little existential, but like beyond us all just being humans, like we're really connected through this online cheesy community. And that's kind of why I wanted to create the podcast. So yeah, that is, so that is the lengthy overview of the past three years of Sophisticated Spreads and where we're heading in the near future. As far as what this podcast is going to offer you, I want to be very clear. So I'm going to lay out some non-negotiables for the pod because I want this to be not just a place where I vent my inner cheesy thoughts, but also somewhere that you guys can take refuge and you feel like your voice is heard. If you have any questions about cheesy things, please feel free to let me know. So I'm going to always have my Instagram DMs are open and you can shoot me a message if you want me to answer it on the podcast. So like literally just shoot me a message on Instagram if you ever have any questions. Like I love getting people ask me all the time, like super random. They're like, I'm going out to Trader Joe's. What three cheeses should I get? But like shoot me a direct message and say, I want to hear this on the pod or like tell me your thoughts on this cheese or tell me why you think that green grapes are the bane of your existence, which I will be diving into an entire podcast on that. So more to come. Second of all, 
another non-negotiable. There is going to be a variety of different types of episodes. I don't want you guys to get bored on here and I want to cover a lot of ground. So the first type of episode that we're going to be doing is breaking down the Brie, which are going to be interviews with special guests. And if you have anyone in mind that you really want me to interview, please, please, please let me know. But they're going to be people who are important to me in the cheeseboard community, people that are important to my life, and then also just other some other random characters that I think deserve a spotlight and have a story to share with the world. My idea behind breaking down the Brie is that I think a lot of people are kind of, you know, they project this like exterior personality to the world. So that's like the rind of the Brie, right? So like the first part of the interview is going to be about what what the per, what this person is projecting to the world. And then we're going to get into really the ooey gooey, like what is on the inside of the Brie? What is this person all about? What is your mantra? If you, you know, who is your Sofia Vergara? That is my analogy for like, who's your biggest champion. And then as far as the breaking down the brie, I'm going to make for every guest who comes on, I'm going to make a cheese board with items that I specifically picked for that person. So whoever the guest is, I'm going to pick, use all their favorite items or just items that like remind me of them. And then I'm going to post a photo of it on Instagram or on my Instagram story. So you guys can like see where I purchased the items from and all that sort of stuff. And then I'll also do like maybe a little bit of ASMR um, or just kind of describing it on the pod so you can get more of a breakdown of what I included on the board. Another segment that I'm going to be doing is called Cheese Bible. So if you're a Gen Z or millennial, you might know the term like, oh my God, that's Bible. So that is something that I live by. I think that there, and basically the term Bible means like, yes, like that's it. Like this is something we should all live by. And so I want to come up with some Cheese Bible segments. Basically, these are going to be 10 minutes or less and they're going to be like my maker breaks for cheese boards. So that's going to be when I'm going to be diving into why green grapes don't belong on cheese boards. And it's going to be literally 10 minutes about me just roasting or toasting whatever is hot and new in the world of cheese. So it's going to be, you know, my opinions on salami roses or whatever you guys have questions on. Like, for example, another cheese Bible segment might be my rule of three which I have always claimed is like the best way to make a cheese board. More to come. If you're questioning what the heck is the rule of three, stay tuned. That will be coming out soon. So anyway, that's Cheese Bible. And then last but not least is the What's Cooking Cheese Edition. So this is going to be a little bit longer segments than the Bible, the Cheese Bible, but it's going to be top hot topics in the charcuterie world. So, so as we're heading into the holiday season, an example of a what's cooking cheese edition could be my thoughts on charcuterie chalets. If you're not familiar, look it up on Instagram or TikTok. It's a super popular concept right now. I tried it last year and I have lots of thoughts about it. So maybe it could be like what's cooking holiday edition with basically my thoughts on what's good and what's not for whatever holiday party you're going to be hosting. So that those are the different types of episodes that we're going to be doing. And another non-negotiable for the podcast is that I want to keep these short and sweet. I think that I personally don't have the attention span to listen to like an hour-long podcast. Call me a Gen Z person, but that's that's where I'm at. So I'm going to try to keep them between 20 to 40 minutes. With that being said, I'm going to kind of try to keep these short and sweet. So whether you're driving to work or you're literally making a cheese board or whatever it may be, I don't want you to feel bogged down in the cheesy content. So it's going to be short and sweet. And if you guys want longer episodes, let me know. But that's how we're going to do things from here on out. And last but not least, 
always, 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 please, 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 please provide feedback. I want to provide content that you guys are enjoying and that you find educational or maybe that makes you laugh. This podcast is for you wherever you are. So email me with your thoughts or send me a direct message on Instagram if you have any comments, questions, or concerns, if you want me to cover certain topics. Like, okay, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in today to the first ever episode of Cheesy Chats with Emmy. I am so grateful to have you here. Um, I hope that you know that my DMs are always open and I love you. I see you. I cheese you. Just kidding. (laughs) I'm going crazy. Anyway, I'm really happy to have you here. I'm super excited for more episodes to come. So send me a message and let me know if you like this or if you absolutely despise it the way that I feel about salami roses. So maybe, you know, crack open a little sharp cheddar tonight and think of me. Have a great rest of your day and remember to always cheese the day. That's all guys. Love you. Bye.